Welcome back to the Yankee Health and Performance Show. I'm with James today, and we are talking about goal setting. Um, and kind of like how to set a goal, why we set goals in the first place, and make sure that we set goals that are, um, we use the, the term SMART goals, or we use the acronym SMART goals, and it's um, kind of a, a famous acronym out there, I guess, to um, as a process to how you set goals properly so that you can kind of feel accomplished at the end and, and know that you're doing this the right way. Um, so I'm going to let James start and talk about why we set goals in the first place. Yeah. So um, really like our, our main thing with goals is we're just trying to get people to set goals in order to keep motivation um, through life or through fitness, whatever it is you're setting your goal in. Um, so like any kind of goal can be in anything. We're going to talk about some goals that we have, um, but uh, some common ones in the gym are lose weight, um, get a strict pull-up, different things like that. Whatever it is, basically that goal uh, is being used as like your driving factor for why you're doing what you're doing. If you have a goal in life, you know that every day you're waking up, it gives you a reason to get out of bed, gives you a reason to go to your job, make money, whatever it is that you want to do, um, help your family. All of these things are motivating factors that get you to continue to do what you do in life every day, day in and day out with your process, right? Um, so that's really the main simple, broad, why we set goals, right? Um, the biggest thing that we're gonna talk about is what types of goals to set and why some are better than others. So um, the first thing we're gonna kind of talk about is like process versus result-oriented goals, yeah. right? I think a lot of people do this wrong, Yeah. right? Which is why we're, <laughs> bring this up right like a lot of people set goals that make themselves by the end of it feel like they failed and yeah. they haven't failed it's just the way that they set their goal was wrong right yeah yeah and you want to like goals should be set they should be challenging but they should still be set in a way that you can achieve them and you can like feel confident about yourself yeah. by the end of it like you actually yeah. succeeded in doing something if you constantly either if you're the type of person that sets goals and then either doesn't follow through or um, hasn't really hit your goals and you feel um, a little disappointed by that, like this is going to help you set a goal in a way that one, you can achieve it, but two, you'll also feel good about yourself in achieving it. It won't yeah. be just some like, hey, I want to come to the gym once this one week. Hey, I did it on day one. Mission accomplished. <laughs> like, that's not a, a yeah. hard enough goal. But yeah. we also don't want to set them too hard where my goal is now I'm going to come to the gym every single day for the rest of my life. <laughs> and then now you you just set yourself up for failure because yeah. the first day you miss, yeah. you're, you're done, right? right? Or the gym's closed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's right. a lot of things that could go wrong there. Right. So we're going to kind of go over like maybe I'll talk about process and you sure. can talk about result-oriented yeah, yeah. goals. So, um, so a process-oriented goal is something that you have like complete control over. So... Um, it could be something like just, I want to come to the gym three days a week, right? And you may not have complete control over it, but for the most part, like if your goal is to come three times a week, you can get yourself to go there. Um, and it's about the process of, I just need to show up and put my work in and that's it. I'm not worried about, you know, hitting certain numbers or anything like that. It's about just showing up. Another one, a common one we have in the gym right now is uh, don't eat sugar right? Trying to cut out sugar or processed sugar out of your life that we kind of tied in with our challenge. Um, so that's a process oriented goal that you can kind of achieve day to day and keep yourself accountable day to day. And it's about as long as you're kind of 
um, going with that process, you're succeeding yeah. as your goal, right? Yeah. And, you know, a process goal is usually a way that we usually have a greater goal in mind. Like, yeah. for example, um, one of my, my goal I'm going to talk about here is result-oriented, and it's a snatch goal, but say my goal is to, in my, like, in my mind, I want to snatch 250 pounds. Okay. Maybe we backtrack a little bit and use a process goal and say, what if I snatch twice a week, right, as an example. And now that goal, now that goal of snatching 250 becomes more of a process goal rather than a result goal. And process goals are great because um, what you'll know, so there, there's a lot of ways that we're going to talk about to know if you've like, like actually achieved your goal or not. But like, like James said, it's about showing up. And this way, if you do everything right, and say I say I do everything right, and my goal is to snatch 250 as a result goal, and I I and I don't snatch 250 by the end of this. I snatch 245, right? Then I I may have feel like I failed myself. Versus if I set that goal in the beginning as I snatch twice a week, like after I've snatched twice a week for eight weeks hypothetically, right? And I've gotten better at snatching, I'll feel like I've succeeded because my snatch has gone up. It may not have got got to the number that I wanted it to if it was a result goal, but you know, yeah. like you still have succeeded in reaching your goal. So yeah. when we do a, when we do a process goal, my, you know, th there's usually a greater goal in mind. For example, James's no sugar one, right? James just said like no sugar can be a process goal in your diet. Usually the greater goal is lose weight, right? And then we break that down, say it's lose 20 pounds, we break that down. Okay, let's just not eat sugar and see if that gets me closer to losing my 20 pounds. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah, that's how so, a process goal works. So yeah, that's the process goal and then our results goal is where you're setting more of a specific uh, result that you want to hit. So that would be something like, I want to lose 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. Or like Andrew said, I want to snatch 250, right? These are where you're setting specific numbers, which specifics are great, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But with results goal, one of the things you have to worry about is, or, or at least be conscious of, is... Um, not hitting those numbers doesn't mean that you failed your goal. You just have to temper your expectations and say like, yeah, I'm working towards this goal. Maybe I don't hit it on my first try or maybe my goal changes. Maybe my goal was to lose 10 pounds, but then I got on the in-body and I figured out like, oh, actually like if I gain a little bit of muscle, it might be better for my overall long-term goal mm -hmm. of how I want to look. So now I didn't yeah. lose 10 pounds, but I still look and feel better. Like, awesome you still succeeded at your goal mm. even though you didn't hit that exact number of your results goal yeah. that you were looking for at the beginning right yeah so yeah yeah cool so that's results versus process oriented goals neither are right or wrong usually we like to have like some of each right as um kind of a piece of your goal setting um usually we have more than one goal in mind um so you want to have kind of a, a combo there um so we have process and, and results goals. Now the way we set those goals is gonna be the same. We talked, I talked about before in the intro about SMART goals. The acronym SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. And we need our goals to fit into each one of those categories so that we know if we achieve it or not, right? And um, so if we talk about a specific goal, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the results. We're both going to use result-oriented goal here, uh, right? Yeah, I think so. Right, so both of the yeah. goals that we picked to kind of go through as an example with you are result-oriented. Um, but we're going to go through this and kind of lay out how we would set goals and how we wouldn't set goals. Um, so 
we talk about my goal of snatching 250 pounds, right? The first thing is specific. So I am specifically saying I want to snatch this number, right? Weights versus saying I want to snatch more. I want to snatch more weights, yeah. right? Like how much more um, is, is kind of how we would make that specific, right? You want it to be very specific so that you know if you achieved it or not. Yeah. So my goal um, that I'm going off of right now is I want to add 20 calories to my 10 minute assault bike time trial, right? Ooh. We all did that. It's a rough thing to do, but <laughs> hey, that's my goal, right? So for me specific, I'm specifically choosing 20 calories um, and we'll go into why I chose that a little bit later when we get down to like attainable and relevant yeah. things like that. But um, I'm specifically choosing 20 calories rather than just saying I want to improve on my mm. 10 minute assault bike trial, right? Yeah. Right. Great. Which isn't like necessarily a bad goal in and of itself. I just want to improve. But when I set that 20 calorie mark, it gives me something to actually shoot for mm -hmm. and it gives me a plan going forward, yeah. right? That's great. Cool. So next up, up is um, measurable. Measurable. Right? So the goal I set of Snatch 250 is measurable because again, it has that specific number of, of 250 pounds. Yeah. Um, versus, again, if I just said Snatch more, like how do, you, how do you measure how much more? Can that actually be tracked, right? What was your previous PR? Yeah. You know, things like that. So you want to make sure that the goal you set has a, a, a way to measure it versus like James said, his goal was 20 calories more. That's very measurable. Yeah. If he just said get more like. Yeah. Yeah. Know. And the biggest thing with that is for most goals, you need some sort of test retest. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you need to have a baseline in order to improve off of. That's true. Right. Yeah. So um, and it could be in anything. Maybe your baseline is right now. I only go to the gym once a week my goal is to go three times a week, right? So you have that baseline where you can specifically say, I want to improve that, yeah. right? Um, but if you don't know how many times you come to the gym or if you have no idea how much you weigh and you want to lose weight, then it's like you don't have anywhere to go from. Yeah. Like you can't get anywhere, right? right? Yeah. So that's kind of a simple You gotta one. know where you're starting. Yeah, you gotta know where you're starting in yeah. order to know where you end up, right? Yeah, that's great. Next part of the acronym there is A, it's attainable. Um, this one is really just about being realistic with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times, um, we set goals like the, the one that we used to hear like really often in the gym was like, I want to make regionals, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and there was just like, it would be like, you know, like, okay, like we can get there. It's going to be a while, you know yeah. what I mean? So we have to, we have to make sure the goals we set are actually attainable yourself and you're being a little bit realistic. Yeah. So. My goal of snatch 250, my current PR is 235. That's a 15 pound jump. A non-realistic goal for me would say, I want to snatch 300 pounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and, the, and that's not even to say that that's an unrealistic goal because it might be a, a realistic, frame. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it might be a realistic goal eventually. Like you said, we, we might get to regionals, but it might take five years, mm. right? But, and that's okay to have that long-term goal there. But what we're talking about here with these types of goals is it's meant to be more of somewhere in the short term, probably six months or less, mm. right? Um, as kind of like your longest out there. That way you have a consistent touch on it yeah. um, so that you're not just like, oh, I want to snatch 300 someday, yeah. right? It might happen one day. Yeah. But like, and it's also not on the other hand saying, like you said, if I said I'm going to snatch 300 in four weeks, yeah, like, right. good luck, have yeah, fun yeah. trying to do that, right? Yeah. Um, and you so, know, you can set those goals and set them far out, but then you need to have other goals for in between there. Yeah. Right. Like, and those are your ones that are 
as you get, you know, the, the goal far out might not seem so super attainable right now, but as, like, don't worry about that one quite yet. Like, set yeah. it and forget it and yeah. then do little ones as you go. So, for example, like, I, I have a long-term goal. I would love to hit upwards of 200 calories on my 10-minute salt bike trial. That would be nuts, right? But I know I'm not going to do that on my next test, right? That yeah. would be crazy, right? Yeah. So what I'm saying now is, all right, that's my long-term goal. I want to get 20 calories because one, I know it's achievable. I've never specifically trained for it before. So if I specifically train for it, it's realistic for me to believe that I can add a little bit yeah. on each time, right? It's great. It's only two cows a minute. <laughs> yeah, that sounds easy. Yeah, <laughs> when you put it like that, <laughs> but it's not. It's only one cow every 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So that's attainable. Make sure it's attainable. Next category is relevant. Um, so if we're talking about a fitness goal here, your goal should relate to fitness somehow, right? Like, don't make your overall goal of what we're talking about a fitness goal and then say, you know, you want to, I, I gave James an example of like, I want to make $200,000, like a financial goal, right? The two don't necessarily relate to one another. Mm -hmm. um, so we have to make sure that the goal is relevant to what we're trying to achieve and that it aligns with your values. Um, that's basically what relevant is saying, right? So like for some people, Andrew's goal, like some people would be like, I have no interest in ever snatching 250 pounds and <laughs> right. I couldn't care less. Right. And like, that's totally fine. Yeah. Like, but for Andrew, like that's a specific thing that he wants to do. Like for me right now, that's not my goal. My goal is on the assault bike where they're pretty opposite. Mm -hmm. So if I said my long-term goal is to get 200 calories and now my short-term goal is to snatch 250, those two things don't play into each other at all yeah. right they yeah. might i might have multiple different avenues of goals but in terms of like this tier that we're making of one specific goal it doesn't really fit so we yeah. want to kind of make sure that we have that in that relevance where whatever you're focusing on for this goal setting session that we're trying to do make it relevant to what you're trying to go for yeah. which is pretty self-explanatory yeah. i think for most people so yeah yeah that was yeah. an easy one i think and the last one is time-based, right? So we need to have a time frame on this. We, you can't just say, I can't just come into this and say, I want to snatch 250, and then, like, when am I going to do that by? You know what I mean? Like, you need to have an actual time frame so that you know, at this time, you can reassess and say, like, okay, what's the next thing? And have I achieved the last thing, right? Maybe celebrate a little bit because you yeah. achieved your goals. But it needs to have a time frame. So... The full goal that I set here is snatch 250 pounds by December 1st, 2021. And that's this year, right? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and versus just saying snatch 250 pounds and leaving it open-ended, like yeah. that's just not a way for us to kind of um, achieve success in that. Yeah, so Andrew's is for pretty much the entire year, right? Mine, I'm setting mine at 12 weeks just because that's what I'm gonna kind of set up as my training cycle to yep. be like, hey, I'm gonna get a solid 12 weeks. It's enough to have some significant change, but not so much that I lose focus mm -hmm. um, kind of thing. So that 12 weeks is a good kind of sweet spot um, for me at least. Yeah. And you know, one last thing that we kind of want to touch on is like, like most people when they do finally reach their goal, it's not like, oh, it's, that's it, I'm done, right? Like yeah. you said, like we wanna celebrate that goal. So like when Andrew snatches 250, he's probably not gonna be like, oh, I snatched 250, never gonna snatch again now, because yeah. I got it, like that's it, right? Yeah. Most yeah. people are like, all right, 260 now, right? Yeah. That's the next thing. So yeah. always kind of having that in mind that like, like Andrew said, we wanna celebrate when you finish that goal, not just automatically move on to the next thing, even though 
it's totally fine to create the next thing, right? Yeah. It's totally fine to do that. Just celebrate each time you reach there. Yeah. Right, as you go. Yeah. And then, like, James and I both have goals that are performance-based, right? I think a lot of people who are coming to the gym are just trying to look better, you know, feel better about the way themselves. Like, yeah. you can set goals around pain. You can set yeah. goals around nutrition. You can set goals around pretty much anything. Um, but they are really important to set. Like, a goal around a... Let, let's, let's give one more example of a, of a smart goal around losing weight, right? A bad way to set a goal around losing weight would be to say, I want to lose weight. At some point. Right, right. <laughs> At some point in the future, I want to lose weight, yeah. right? Because then it doesn't, it doesn't make it a priority for you. A good way to set goal around losing weight, let's, let's, go, let's use a process goal here, and we're yeah. going to use the no sugar thing that we're doing, right? And another part of the challenge is having protein and vegetables at yeah. each meal. So a goal around this would be I want to have no sugar and have protein and vegetables at each meal for the next eight weeks, right? Cool. Leave it at that. That process goal is designed to help you lose weight, Yeah. right? And you're going to lose weight in the process there, but you're not going to feel like a failure if you don't lose the 20 pounds that you set out to lose, right? Exactly, yeah. You're still making, pro you're still making progress to your goals, and that's what we're trying to, to do with this is help you guys go from point A to point B, right? Point B being your goal, point A being where you are now. And if you don't know where point B is, you don't know what time of the year that is, mm -hmm. and you don't even know what it is, it's really hard to get there. I was telling James before, it's kind of like, like getting in your car and having no idea where you're going, but just driving around, right? It's like yeah. total waste of time, right? You're not doing anything. You might end up there one day, but it'll yeah. take you a long time. Yeah, and exactly. you got pretty lucky. Exactly. So that's smart goals. Um, we, if you guys have questions on this, like feel free to ask us in class. We can set up some goal setting sessions for you guys and make sure you guys are on the right track to reach whatever goals you guys want. Um, we do have those available. So take advantage of time with coaches and you know, we're glad to help you. Yeah, and I think for all the coaches, like the more that we know your goals, the more that we'll be able to help you. Yeah. Right? If yeah. You, right, like if you come in and, and you don't really have a goal, like I can put on whatever I think might be helpful to you. But um, if you come to me and say like, hey, my goal is to um, lose 3% body fat because I did my in-body scan and I really want to do that. It's like, awesome, let's build something towards that goal now, yeah. build a plan towards it. Right. Um, and that's really what we're here to do, is help you yeah. build a plan towards your goals right. and get you better in the long right. run, right? right? That brings up a good point too, like if you have, if you have goals that are uh, body composition related, like, uh, related, you're probably gonna wanna be doing the fitness track. Like we can guide you into yeah. different areas based on what your goals are. It might be doing a custom plan if you have yeah. a very specific goal. Like, you know, if, if someone in class came up, someone like me, like I have my own program from Brendan, he writes my individual program. So I can tell him I wanna snatch 250 and he's gonna have snatching in my program quite often, Yeah. you know? <laughs> versus doing the general program like we're just looking for overall fitness there. Yeah, it doesn't you necessarily might, help you yeah, with your specific goal. You might reach your goal, but it might take a little longer yeah. or something like yeah. that. And that's totally fine if you if you set a longer term goal. But if you're like, hey, I really want to get this pull up. I've been trying a while. Like I really just want to get one pull up. Yeah. Like you can come to one of us and we'll be like, all right, let's make a yeah. plan right. to get you this pull up in eight to twelve weeks. Yeah. Cool. Like yeah. that's the kind of thing that we're we're here to do. Yeah. So, so but yeah. you can't just say I want to I want to yeah. get a pull up. Right, because then like, and you just come to class and hope it happens because a lot of reasons, the, the primary one being, 
what if we do pull-ups on Tuesday and you never come to the gym on Tuesday? Yeah. You know, like, then you're screwed for the next eight <laughs> week, whatever training block we have planned out. Like, you're never doing a pull-up. You're probably not gonna get better at pull-ups if you never do pull-ups, right? So you need, if you have a specific goal, you gotta have a specific plan. Yeah. Um, if you have a non-specific goal, then you're probably doing great in the in the <laughs> class in the class workouts. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So again, if you guys have any questions, reach out to a coach, and we'll catch you guys next week. See you later.